0: Good morning and welcome to the Social Collectives Podcast. Today we are on episode 41. Hey. And we have today with us Angie Urshans and we have our your podcast guy. <laughs> Aaron Sepchik. He is your podcast guy. woo <laughs> Slash my podcast guy. There you go. Um, anyway, so thank you for being here with, today with us, Angie. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I think you have some exciting news to share. <laughs> you're me right on the spot like that. <laughs> you're trying to make people scared to come on here. <laughs> well, all I'll say is I'm not gonna. I'll let you say what you are, which you've just become. <laughs> but I'll give a hint: if you're wanting to get married and you don't have somebody to perform the ceremony this young lady can and it's so much fun i have to say
1: my uh, i had thought about becoming a wedding officiant just because i do wedding coordinating and i just think the officiant thing is so cool like just putting meaning and you know intonation into what you're saying and everything i just think it's so amazing. Like, I just love love, you know, you
0: do love love. <laughs> You're a lover of love. So you are a wedding officiant. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And my, have you performed your first ceremony? I did last Saturday.
1: My coach needed an officiant. Her her officiant had to back out because her kids made some amazing plans for her without asking if she was free. Um, Makes <laughs> so, sense. so she reached out and asked if I would get ordained and do it. Turns out it's pretty easy online to do that. And I just had a blast. Her officiant had started writing all of the script already, so I added some things to make it my own, and, you know, it was a lot of fun.
0: So you said earlier that there were some options on what you could be labeled. (laughs) They had this whole (laughs) list, whether
1: you wanted to be, and it's, you know, there were things like reverend and high priest, and I told these guys I was offended that there was no high priestess because I could totally get into that, but it's, still you know... Calling myself a reverend sounds like I'm posing as something. So I picked chaplain just for the sake of.
0: I like chaplain. Filling that feels out that very marriage mash, sense. It know? does feel very
1: mashed, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I could get myself some little glasses.
0: And- <laughs> <laughs> it's very retro. I
1: like chaplain. Yeah, it it felt a little less posy than some of the other ones. Reverend that- is very, like reverence. Well, I feel like there needs to be some education behind that, and I have a lot of faith, but I'm, you know, I did not go to seminary, so I don't want to be going around claiming that I'm the pastor or, you know.
2: Uh Makes sense, makes sense.
0: So you're not up there preaching?
1: I am not. I'm writing, um, you know. Writing up a script on, uh-huh. you know, either following a, the traditional script if people want to, or in this case, it was like their love story. You know, very, it was very personal, so it was lovely to to be a part of. So you Made tell the really story,
0: happy. and then you perform the ceremony. That's beautiful. Yeah, And I was a little terrified, you know, that I was surprisingly not
1: nervous about the whole thing. I was more concerned with whether what I was wearing was going to, you know, Uh blend in with everything. But, um, (laughs) that's a good question. What did you wear? I wore, I had a maxi dress on a floral black Mm -hmm. floral maxi dress, um, that I got from an online boutique. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A floral, a floral dress is always a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was,
1: it made my day because this woman came up to me afterwards and said, so do you usually memorize it all or do you just read it off the paper? And I said, well, there's no usually, because this was my first time. And she said, Oh, I never would have imagined that. <laughs> it didn't Aww. seem like your first See?
2: time. Natural. So,
1: so I felt pretty
0: good about it. But And you get to go to all the parties. Exactly. I mean, that's that's what I'm in it for. <laughs> You're <there> for the, <laughs> I'm gonna get just, my certificate. So you can go to <laughs> but the But I'm gonna be receptions. high priest. That's fine. Yeah. Or like exalted ruler. That's what Sally's husband is at the at the blue lodge. He's an exalted ruler. <laughs> just and, freaking cool.
1: Well, and as part of this, I had learned on Friday because this was my wedding weekend. Like I did, I had a wedding rehearsal coordinating it at the church. I had a wedding rehearsal on Thursday and the wedding on Friday. And previously when I had looked up wedding coordinator, like what to, what do wedding coordinators do just to make sure Mm -hmm. that I was calling myself the right thing. Mm -hmm. And it said basically anything that needs to be done. Like if there's a problem, you fix it, like you just Mm -hmm. do it. And um, so I learned an important lesson about having a plan B, the um, florist that came to set up for the wedding on Friday, A, had asked if we had a ladder, and it turned out they didn't want to go up the ladder. So I was hanging the greenery, and one of the hooks we were using fell off the wall. And they were like, well, what are we going to do? So I was running around the church trying to find a hook. And when I came back up, I couldn't find one, but I was trying to figure out a plan B. They were like, hey, we need to go. We (laughs) we, we have to get to the reception. You're on your own. We got to get to the reception and set up. And I was like, okay. So I went over to CVS and bought a hook. But I had them in my head when I got to the wedding on Saturday because the wedding was up in New Jersey. I had to drive up there after the wedding was done on Friday night, which is why I didn't come meet with you guys. So I was driving up to uh, driving up to the, res- the wedding up there, and I had decided because the minister that did the wedding on Friday night used his iPad to do the thing. And I had printed out a, a thing, but it was like 16 pages long. It was a lot mm-hmm. of paper. So I thought, well, I'll use my iPad. But I took my paper copy up so that it was sitting there. And uh, just in case, and sure enough, as the music started and she started to walk down the little aisle in the hall where we were, I did something and the script disappeared. Oh my God.
0: Uh, And I was like, okay, grateful for the backup plan. (laughs) So always have your plan B. Always have a plan B.
1: No matter what you're doing, have a plan B. I feel
0: like that you're so, you're also a wedding coordinator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you also decorate and basically do everything as far as like decoration for a wedding. Right. Um well, normally the decorating's not my thing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it is, I guess. I'm I, I can add floral assistant to my uh
0: So tell my me list. exactly what you do besides being a chaplain.
1: Well, normally um Traditionally, it's been involved at the church that I do. Uh, you know, I work with the brides ahead of time when they reserve the church, either our beautiful um, little historic chapel, which is where the, the ceremony was on last Friday. It was absolutely beautiful in there, and then um, our, or our larger sanctuary. I work with the brides for months ahead of time just to coordinate with them, see what they need. Sometimes they bring their own planners in addition to that, so I make sure that everybody knows how to get around the church and stuff. Mm-hmm. and Just try to do the best I can to make sure everything Mm -hmm. goes off smoothly and they're not stressed out about anything. And then event planning-wise, in addition to that, it's not just the weddings. Like currently, we're planning our 125th anniversary at Oakden, so it's months of designing invitations and save the dates and all mm. that kind of stuff. So, which is a good time to give a huge shout out to McCabe's. I was listening to <laughs> Tina's podcast episode yeah. with you guys and she, there, her and Renee over there just saved my booty this last week, getting ready for Viva Vienna and, you know, I prepping things the for the 125th. Yeah.
0: Tina. Tina. It's just like simpatico. It's Tina saved my butt. Tina saved yep. my butt. Like she Thank is Thank you, Tina. Amazing. I know you are listening. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> She's amazing. She is. And and I you know,
1: this time I was working pretty closely with Renee as well, who's on her team. And um I sent an email, like I had, t- I had messaged her and said, hey, here's part of my stuff, I'll send you the other part tomorrow morning, and then I was obsessive, I get a little obsessive about how things are laid out and all that, and it took me like all day, and I didn't send it until like 6 o'clock at night, and I said, I know there's, this is probably not going to be done with everything else tomorrow, so no problem if it doesn't happen. Like I completely understand. And she responded 10 minutes later and said, it's your lucky day. I happen to be working late. It's already set for production. Wow. It'll get delivered tomorrow (laughs) afternoon with everything else. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I told Tina, I need to, she needs to tell me something nice I can do for Renee because she's been saving my bacon all week. (laughs) Saving
0: my bacon. So you are just making sure everything goes smoothly mm-hmm. and if there's a hook, there's a hook. If there's do you also go down to the to like if there's needs to be a safety pin or I, a bobby pin? Or- I do have a little kit that has safety
1: pins and tape and One wedding, they were stapling up the inside of one of the ushers' pants. So that's even in the back of my head that you've always got to have, you know, some duct tape or some staples. You should name. Do
0: you have a name for your for your business? I don't yet. What about MacGyver's? (laughs) (laughs) I'll get my website,
1: my my logo all done with MacGyver's wedding services and they'll be like, "Who's MacGyver.
0: (laughs) And then you could have pictures <laughs> of a guy with stapled up inseam. You could have, you know, you on a ladder with, uh, gum putting up the garland. <laughs> right? I was standing there holding for a couple of minutes, holding the little command hooks because they're supposed
1: to be up for oh, 30 yeah. minutes, and yeah. I didn't have 30 minutes. So I was just standing there giving them a couple extra minutes of love, and oh my God. they held. Nothing fell down during the ceremony, That's so I called it a win. Yeah. So hopefully they forgave me for the fact that I forgot to turn on the air conditioning in the small chapel. <laughs> Realized that about halfway through when we were all sweating. But <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. but that, That's awesome. That, that to me sounds like the most high stress job in the world because it's somebody's very big day and some right. people are bridezilla's. Do you ever deal with those? Um, I
1: haven't really dealt too much with bridezilla's. I've dealt with different concepts of time. Um, we, <laughs> <laughs> our wedding back in December that we did was amazing and it was our first post COVID wedding. So it was very exciting. Like, and it was a full house, but the invitation said three o'clock. The bride was planning to show up at four o'clock. People started showing up at two thirty and continued to show up until they were taking pictures at the end at six o'clock. Wow. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> it was the most wow. amazing ceremony. Like it was all beautiful. And it was, they're an amazing couple and everything. But I just, I was like, what is happening right like now? Wedding people are still coming in <laughs> open house. <Yeah. laughs> It was great. So that's more, you know, thankfully I've not had anybody super demanding, you know, I've seen the shows, maybe my
0: tolerance for demanding is a little higher than <laughs> you might expect. But yeah, I, I'm definitely not my industry. <laughs> I, I myself am demanding. <laughs> so I can't serve others in that capacity. <laughs> so
1: I try to be pretty easygoing most of the time. So. Okay.
0: So tell us about your beautiful church. Oh, well, we're—
2: 125.
1: 125 years, yeah. So we're just getting ready to send out the Save the Date cards. We're doing a big celebration celebration weekend in September, the 16th and 17th. And so now we're trying to get those of you who've been there for the coffees when we we have Mm -hmm. the Tyson's Vienna Falls Church. Angie
0: also is an admin in the Tyson's Vienna Falls Church Social Collective Facebook group. And has been able to coordinate us a, a permanent location at the United Methodist Church in Oakton. Yep. So we go down there once a month and we have the most wonderful coffees. And thanks to Angie and her team there, they facilitate everything, including the coffee. So it's just really, we're so thankful for that. And, and it's a love beautiful church. There. Last time I was there, I got to go up. The elevator into what used to be probably it's the, the balcony. The balcony, yeah. and they have a gorgeous stained glass window, circular window right behind the balcony, which would be my favorite spot. I would be there all the time. Yeah.
1: When my son was little, we couldn't leave the church without going up to say goodbye to Jesus. Like he was, he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, and it's a beautiful. Is what the, yeah. It's depicted there, and then there's a one on the opposite end of the church, facing it. That's just stained glass, mm. and it's mm. my favorite thing. Like.
2: What are, what sort of celebrations do you have for the
1: 125th? You have planned. Yeah. We're going to do um, that Friday night. Nope. Saturday night. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that Saturday night, we're going to be doing bluegrass and free ice cream. So we'll have, and that may grow <clears> to what we're doing. We're kind of hoping to get some of our past members or people in the community to come in and do additional music and stuff like when the bluegrass people need to take a break mm-hmm. just to just all get together it's like a big family reunion we're sending it out to people who've moved away and stuff and you know people who've been associated with the church in the past but have left for one reason or another and with covid a lot of people are having a hard time Getting off the couch and going into church on Sunday mornings because it gets real easy to just watch it online or just do something else. So, we're trying to re engage everybody with all of that. And then on Sunday, we're going to have a big worship service, get some of our old pastors involved. And, you Mm. know, we're going to, we're trying to put together videos of a lot of our, um, especially our older community members Mm. who've watched Oakton change. Like one Mm. of the ladies in our church, they had the day off school while they moved her house up Miller Road. Like it was down at the intersection of 123 and Hunter Mill in that area. And they moved it up Miller Road. So they've watched all of this stuff change. You know, it's changed a lot since I got there in the Mm nineties, but just to see how this whole community has changed and what role the church played, Mm -hmm. you know, at different times when the community outgrew the schoolhouse, they had school at our church, you know, it's played a big role there. So Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. 125 years. There's got to be so many amazing milestones.
1: Yeah. And so we're working this afternoon. I have a meeting with um, one of the ladies who's going to help us with the history of the church. We have the first hundred years was kind of compiled. We did a celebration back for our hundred years. And now a lot of things have happened since then. So we'll add to it and hopefully expand on that and get more digital type resources, documenting it, you know, the videos and recordings and things like that. And some new art installations in the church that maybe show a timeline and stuff. So we'll be putting out actually just to put a little plug in, we'll be in the next few days, I'll be putting out a request for proposals from caterers and stuff for our Sunday lunch, because we're going to have a big celebration luncheon after the worship service that day. So we want to get that catered so that we can all enjoy it instead of running around like crazy people all time. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: gonna, yes. Take it off your plate. We're going to run around
1: like crazy people for the next six months. We might as well.
0: Uh, well, I guess now at this point, we're down to four months, aren't we? So oh my gosh, it happens so fast. It's isn't it like you must really feel this with event mm-hmm. planning, but it's like you have this concept, this idea, then you start to build your team and then you start to make it happen. And then all of a sudden it's over. it's over.
2: <laughs> and you do it all again.
0: And then you do it again. Yeah, <laughs> It's crazy, right? Yeah. Do you feel like, okay, so we, Aaron and I were talking about that earlier, how disorienting it is, um, time, you know, the whole, the whole yeah. flow of time with our children, like as they get older and how we're older, they're all that we must be older too, if they're older, right. Mm-hmm. But how crazy it is. It's Just like a
1: blink. And it's so fast. Like I remember growing up, I was 10, I was 10 and a quarter. Ten and a half. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Ten three quarters. And now I'm like, I just turned 50. Turns out that was, uh, you know, calling myself out. That was five years ago. <laughs> we just had, my neighbor and I turned 50 a week apart. We threw ourselves this big 50th birthday party. And it feels like last year. Yeah, But it was
0: five years ago almost. Well, yeah. I mean, I keep forgetting how old I am. I'm 52 now. But literally, I kept forgetting how old. I literally was forgetting how old I was. Because it's just a blur. Yeah. Um, But that is so funny. I forgot about that. I would be like nine and a half, nine and three quarters, 10. But even the kids notice it
1: now because my son is, the only reason I know how old I am is because my son will be 15 three weeks before my birthday because he was my 40th birthday present. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So I didn't know how old I was from um, about age 20 until... 40, because I kept forgetting how old I was. I, I used to say my other son was born the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I always tell, told people I was 32 because mm-hmm. he was born right before my 32nd birthday. And then there were no more birthdays for me until my 50th, really. Right.
0: <laughs> it's like a geographical timeline, you know, or similar, similar to directions. That's how I remember things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so you go down to like Walmart and then you turn left and you just keep going until you hit that gas station. And that's similar to the timeline. Yep. It's it's like, okay, so I've got to be 15 years older than that moment. Yep. Right. And then you start counting back. It's mm-hmm. interesting, right?
1: Yep. but then there's math involved and that gets difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be pretty good at math. I'm not so sure now.
0: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about some of the things that you enjoy most about being an admin and the community building that you do there. Oh, my gosh. I...
1: I think I've mentioned when I was on before, like I used to be really nervous about meeting new people and stuff, and I'm I'm still happier when I'm busy. So hosting the events is great because I'm busy. So, (laughs) you know, I get to meet people, but I'm getting much better, I should say. I've been practicing my communication skills and chatting skills through the collectives. That's been huge for me with the collectives to be able to. Get better and better at walking into a room where I don't know people and start talking to someone because that was never like I would kind of hang back until someone talked to me or mm-hmm. took me under my wing and then I'd be glued to them like you know uh-huh, white on too. rice for the rest
0: of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, like are we going like, to the bathroom now? Exactly. Where are we doing next? <laughs> right. So it seems like you're moving. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to, you know, hosting
1: the events and getting involved in some of the other stuff that we do with the collectives, it feeds into my party planning mode, which I love. It's just been amazing to meet so many new people and just get to know people a little bit better and be able to to chat. And you guys are like, this whole group is my Rolodex. So, you know, for those of you under a certain age that, you know, kind of like your phone, your <laughs> That's con- true. That's a word people don't know. Yep. As yep. I said it, I'm like, well, wow, I'm like, yeah, Rolodex. People are like, yeah. what the heck is now Rolodex? We're, yeah. Now we're dating ourselves. But-, <laughs> but if anybody says, oh, I need such and such, I'm like, I got you girl. Hold on just a second. Let me, <laughs> let me do a quick search. If I don't already know rolling off my tongue. It's so you know. funny.
0: People will message me and they're like, I don't want to ask in the group, but I know you know everybody. So who should I use for this, that or the other? And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I feel like you're going to have to ask the group. Yeah. So just post it. Yeah. Just well, and it. your first step could be, if you
1: don't want to ask, just search, like go into the group, yeah, that's- click the search button and search. Like in my case, caterers. I did that back for my 10th anniversary before I was real involved in the group. I found my mm-hmm. caterer through the group. I found a bunch of stuff through the group. So, but I searched and, you know, before I posted. So, um, that's
0: such a great tool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think at your last, I think it was the last coffee I was at in Tyson's, we sat around. It was when we turned the tables into fours. Yep. We turned them into fours, which was like a great acoustic move. Yeah. Um, but, I gave the advice to everyone at that table to go ahead and use the search bar Mm -hmm. to go back. And if there was anybody asking for, like, say, insurance, to go search insurance. And then even if it was like from five months ago, right, go in there and advertise for yourself and tag your company. And if anybody did refer you, to go in and thank them and tag yourself. That's a great idea. Because it'll pull it back up. Mm -hmm. And somebody did that, and she actually. Messaged me. She was at the table, and she messaged me like a week or two later, and said she did do that, and she got a client from it. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, awesome. So that's
1: a great tip because things like that are a recurring need. You know, somebody is always asking about insurance or real estate or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. and we have posts about absolutely everything. Like I was Mm -hmm. in my my son's orthodontist office, and uh, there was a girl there who needed a different specialty, an endodontist Mm -hmm. or something, and. So I looked it up in the collectives group and uh, I told her all about it while we were sitting there because I (laughs) just... You know, we all hate it when our mothers used to talk to strangers, and you know, mom. Please, you don't know those people. Just walk away. Oh my God! I I'm like, you know, best friends with whoever's behind me in the grocery oh, aisle. But this woman who was just hanging out in the orthodontist office, I'm like, oh, here. Like, I'm, th- I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm trying not to be in your conversation <laughs> right now, but the the receptionist wasn't sure who to tell mm-hmm. her. So I'm like, so I searched it, and sure enough, it was the doctor. We were sitting in his office. Oh, you know, and I'm like, well, doctor. Kravitz says that you should <laughs> are you talking about Neil Kravitz yes. oh my god that's he's who we amazing. use that's yeah. who we use he's amazing Dude,
0: he's next door this guy oh does he have an office over here the he has one in, in we, One we Loudon we go to too. One Loudon yeah, yeah. Dude, this guy is phenomenal. And yes. apparently,
1: he's a he's a rock
0: star. He's a rock star in the in
1: the world of all that. But no, that he was, is. My friend Jill recommended him because her kids went to him and she knew him. And but it's
0: like it's nice that because I see this sometimes people get blown up and I'm like, oh, that wasn't my experience. <laughs> I would never say it publicly, but I didn't have a great experience, right? But with this guy, mm-hmm. he's legit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he is all that. Right? Yeah,
2: I see so, his praises all the time.
0: And he's
1: so mellow. If he hears us, he'll laugh probably, but he, we, we first went, like, I didn't know. I hadn't looked him up before we went. Like Jill said, he was good. So off we went. Um, Uh We had an appointment and he came in like wearing scrubs and just sat down. He, I thought he was one of the techs and he just sat down and started talking and, you know, I didn't even know who he was. Super friendly. Like he'd known us forever. And then he walked out and I was like,
0: Wait, was that the doctor? Like, was that Bono? That's great. That's great. It was fantastic. Uh, we need to get him to autograph something because this guy is a local legend. And I mean, honestly, like he took he, – he's working on the braces for Dane mm-hmm. and Dane has anxiety. And literally, Dane has no dread, no fear of this mm-hmm. situation. I mean, and already he had, he pulled four teeth – No, he sent us to have four teeth pulled because Dane had those vampire teeth that come out up here, right? Which I kind of like. But (laughs) it's a good look. (laughs) It's a good look. So I just file them down a little bit. But um, (laughs) anyway, very simple. Very Mm -hmm. simple. He only did the top braces, and already those are all the way down, almost perfectly straight. And then he'll take off those braces, and he'll be in Invisalign oh, yeah. for the bottom and the top for six months, and he's done. Yeah, I've Zach's been through eight stupid. years of braces, and my jaw's all messed up, and also, they're not straight. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. For, I was so scared for Dane to go through what I went through. So I'm so glad that, yeah. that we trusted him. And Zach had a lot of
1: anxiety about the whole thing, too. So he was a little stressed the first couple times. But mm-hmm. then he got through it, and we got done a lot faster than we did with the other son's braces. Yeah, and he's else, also
0: so. on LinkedIn. Mm. So LinkedIn, he has like a whole following, like oh, thousands great. of people will comment on his stuff. Yeah,
2: hmm, that's great. Not yeah. that there aren't other doctors out there that is good, but yeah, yeah there absolutely.
1: are. yeah, there's lots of great doctors out yeah. there, but I it's don't know. So them. nice when you connect- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can because, because we found <laughs> we found the one we needed, so we didn't need to keep looking. But yeah, he, you know. <laughs> I don't
0: know them, so I can't speak to that. But I do know they exist.
2: Yeah. 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 Exactly.
1: Supposedly, right? Yeah. So Supposedly. Anyway. Now that we've done like a 10-minute promo for Dr.
0: Kravitz. We've just Kravitz. send it over there. I'm going to need donation, Dr. Kravitz, for yeah. the next charity event. I'm starting at $5,000. <laughs> um, anyway. So we are talking about planning another event with the collectives. And I'm not sure 100% if we're going to do the Christmas tea or if we're going to do a four-year anniversary community potluck, because oh, um, yeah. it'll be our four-year anniversary, and that's similar to what you were doing, but we're going to do a potluck where we just have the meat, the, mm-hmm. you know, and then we have people bringing side dishes and desserts and sack races and all that. Yeah. So Wow, where like are we going to host the 50,000 people? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we were thinking either Morven Park, Ida Lee, or there's a place called the Freedom Center. So Jenny Goff was telling me there's a place called the Freedom Center, and they have a giant like I don't know how many hundred acres or whatever I'm guessing a number, but it's wooded and they have river like lake and you can do fishing and oh, and it fun. also has like an indoor thing. So if it were to rain, we could have it indoor. So I've got to go look at that. But if it was going to be like mm-hmm. amazing weather, Morven Park probably. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're talking about doing that. We're talking about a Christmas tea. We're also talking about a conference. Mm-hmm. So these are all the kind of like the things that we're talking about right now.
2: Community building.
0: Community building. And we've talked about doing some smaller events, like pop-ups. sort of like pop-ups. the Christmas tea for the um, for the different groups. Okay, so right? I have so. An, a name idea, and I want to run it by you guys real quick. Okay. So for the pop-ups, what about collective minis? Oh, cute. So we, d- we call it the collective minis. And we just have like little mini gatherings Yeah. instead of calling it a pop-up. Because to me, a pop-up kind of sounds like, oh, I'm just going to go pop over here and have my my stuff I sell, right? Right. But like a a mini, like a collective mini, we could call it a loco mini or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do with the minis? But what we could do is we could say, like, say you and I wanted to have lunch Mm -hmm. and we were going to have lunch. We plan to have lunch next week at that place where we went, which was super yummy which I'm mm-hmm. going to do again. Oh, the Chinese place. The Chinese down place by the church. Is so good. Yeah. Um,
2: I have seen these posts. There is somebody that goes to Ford's fish stack every Wednesday for their oysters, puts out a post in the social Oh,
0: that's, that's, um, Chris Berry.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. And says, Hey, if anybody wants to join me for, you know, oysters down at Ford's, come yeah. on down. And I've seen several people say, be there in a minute. Me, yeah. Let me know what time. And I'm there. Fantastic. And that's, But that's what I
0: mean, like a collective mini. So we could say, hey, we're going to be like, we're going to be at, you know, Delirium tomorrow at noon. Anybody who wants to meet us there, you know, because there's lots of people that want to get one to ones or coffees or whatever, we're going to be there for two hours from this time to this time. Just pop in, we'll be at this table. Yeah. That's a fun idea. And then then we just have like little mini gatherings. It could Mm -hmm. be three people, it could be 12 people, whatever. But that's what I was thinking. What do you think? That's fun. I love it. I like the sound. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: I think it adds to like with our networking, Uh all these types of things with it, even on a smaller level, Mm -hmm. gets us together, community building, getting us networking, talking. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
1: And sometimes the smaller level gives you a little more chance to Mm -hmm. to really connect with Yeah,
0: and there's people that that just can't make it to the Monday coffee and we don't always have happy hours. And even at those, I never meet anybody. So it's like... These are just a way better way for, I think, people to get together. And if people are empowered to
1: just have their own little mini, right? Mm -hmm. If they post like Chris does with his, you know, then... It's more geographically desirable, as a friend of mine said one time. Like, mm-hmm. She came to New Year's at my house because I was geographically desired. desirable. Oh. Man, it meant she didn't have to drive very far oh, to great. go out. You desire my location. So you could pick a, a location that's
0: good for you and then uh-huh. see who else can join you. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So we'll, we'll have to like see how that goes. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you for sharing everything with us. So many things, and covered a lot of ground today. (laughs) Really, I'm gonna okay. So, I was listening to something earlier. I was like a Stanford podcast guy or whatever, and there's something that they would do before they would hire somebody. So, this guy knows a guy who's like a big tech company owner, and when they would interview people to come work for them, one of the questions that they would ask is. Are you a lucky person or are you not a lucky person? Okay. So I'm going to ask you real quick. Do you consider yourself lucky or unlucky?
1: I definitely don't consider myself unlucky. I guess I'd go with lucky, but I consider it more blessed usually okay. than, than lucky. Aaron?
2: That's an interesting question. Yeah. I, I'm more interested in the person who would say that they are unlucky. Um, That gives you a lot of insight into yeah. right. who they are as so a person.
1: Exactly. I know so. But I,
2: I mean, I would think of myself as a lucky person just because of... Again, kind of the conversation we jumped back to with Jeff in taking a look at all the things that you have in life Mm -hmm. and all the things that are unnecessary Mm -hmm. Uh, and just looking at what you have. Yeah, I would consider myself very lucky.
0: I'm definitely living the life of Riley. I definitely am lucky. Okay. So, but the end of it was he never, ever hired anybody that put unlucky. Hmm. Because, you know, it was, it's a perspective, yeah. but also like I, what we were talking about earlier with Tasha is that you can create your situation, mm-hmm. you know, by looking at your peripheral opportunities and being aware of your surroundings and things like that. So more intuitive to opportunity mm-hmm. with a positive mindset, you're probably going to be in a situation where you feel like you're luckier. So it speaks to who you are. It's very much
1: attitude. Like it's, that's a big thing for me is just, you know, I grew up in the same family my sisters grew up in. We have very different experience now. And the way we see things, one of the three of us is definitely not as, I'm very much cup half full girl. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not her cup is got a leak, like, <laughs> you know, love her to death. But she just, I keep saying, honey, if you just look at things a little differently, like yeah. yeah. what, you know, as it's
2: all about mindset,
1: coach Jackie likes to say, life is happening for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. And how is this working for you when you, even when things are bad, like there's bound to be a, you know, life silver is lining ha- somewhere. And ups
2: and downs over and over and over again. It's just a matter of how you attack Mm -hmm.
1: it. Yeah. And if you Mm -hmm. sit around and focus on the bad stuff, you're going to get more bad stuff. So focus on the good
0: stuff and you'll see more good stuff. There Mm -hmm. are bad things out there. Absolutely. And there are good things out there. So it's not a lie. Mm -mm. What they're saying isn't a lie. Like people who have that negative perception, they're not lying. They're not wrong, but they're focusing on something that isn't going to benefit them in life. Right. So yes, there's war, there's famine, there's murder, there's disease, there's awful people, but there's also the opposite of that. Right. And how can you choose to yeah. shine some light or help out
1: other people or, you know, and the more you give, the more you get in the, in so life, true. I think. So if you look true. for ways, like instead of focusing on, Oh, what was me? There's so much crud in the world. Like this is all terrible that's terrible that things are, bad things are happening. What can I do to make it better? How can can I I, Yeah, how can I make that better? Outward,
2: not inward. Mm
0: -hmm. You guys are both helpers and community builders (laughs) and local leaders, and I really appreciate you guys being on the team and just bringing that positivity to my cup, which is, you know, has a small drip, a small leak in it, and I'm working on that. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> We're plugging it up. We're plugging it up.
0: You don't have to stop the leak all by yourself. <laughs> that's right. That's what community is uh, all about. That's
2: exactly right.
0: Well, <laughs> thank you guys. And thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Um, I guess that's it for us today. Mm-hmm. So go out. So go out. <laughs>